All right, so today is uh, going to be a big one. This is talking about FTX. We'll dive into the drama that has been kind of unwinding over the weekend, but this has actually been an issue that's been developing over the last couple of weeks, but it came to a head this weekend when CZ and Sam Bankman started to kind of do a little run-in here, right here on Twitter, and also we'll trace down exactly what this means to you, FTTT, FTT. FTX, Solana, there's a lot of working parts to this. My name is Paul Barron. Welcome back into TechPath. I know you guys have been waiting. Uh, we just want, we had a lot of news coming in here at the very last moment. We wanted to make sure we had, the Crypto Pit was trying to pull together as much research. They've been on this one, so they've done a great job at really uh, drilling it out, I think, for you guys. And it will explain what's happening uh, with FTX and whether or not it's a safe exchange right now. Because that's really the big question I think a lot of people are asking is it a good spot for me to park tokens, to go get new assets, those kind of things, and we'll talk about all that good stuff. I do want to thank our sponsor today. That is iTrust Capital. If you guys are looking at long-term holds, and primarily what I do is it's Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, but you can also do gold, you can precious metals over there. You can also get into a lot of other assets, including everything from Cardano, you name it. Uh, there's a ton of assets over on iTrust now, so you have a chance to do all that. Uh, you can also buy and sell sand now on iTrust. So that to me, again, big advantage in the sense that they've got flexibility. So check them out. Use our uh, use our code below because that'll get you a $100 funding reward when you jump in. All right, let's get to it real quickly. Uh, before, I just as a reminder, uh, drop some questions in over on the side and smash the like button because when we do these deep dives, uh, do you like them? Is it something that you guys prefer do you just, hey, no, Paul, just give us price token sentiment and give us that kind of stuff. Or do you really want to give let us put together the research and give you kind of the pathway that's happening? Because if you start putting all these things together, it's a little heady in the sense that it takes a lot of time. Uh, I want to jump to this first article right here. And this is an interesting statement right here. I want to just jump to it. Uh, Sam Bankman, of course, um, FTX has over $1 billion in excess cash uh, client assets are safe. Now, first of all, I would say this. One billion in this market is uh, not a lot um, for a major exchange in a major potential capitulation zone, in a major issue possibly with another major exchange. Uh, that's not a good safety net, in my opinion, when you look at this. A couple of things that, that uh, he tweeted to assure FTX users or funds and crypto exchanges remain out of it out of immediate financial, notice term here, immediate financial constraints following the, the Binance uh, CZ move. Um, a competitor is trying to go after us with false rumors, said Bankman in his opening tweet. Uh, he kind of talks a little bit about it. A competitor is trying to get us. FTX is fine. Assets are fine. FTX has enough to cover all client holdings. We don't invest, uh, we don't, we don't invest client assets even in treasuries. Uh, we've been proposing or processing withdrawals and will continue to be doing so. I will say this at the onset, guys. We have a, a, a little bit of a Twitter string of FTX withdrawals actually slowing down. So this may already being, uh, be late and uh, just be aware of that. So, And I'd love to know, are you guys in FTX? Drop some comments below. Let me know in the side chat. Just, you know, I'm, I'm interested in how far you're willing to go with these guys. I want you to just go uh, back into the, um, you know, step back into the time zone for a second. And uh, I want you to just go back in and, and bring this 
this loser up here. I mean, Alex Mashinsky. <laughs> Uh, all funds are safe. We continue to be open for business. Yeah. Do, does anybody remember this? Yeah. That was May 11th. And then just a little bit after that, Celsius was shutting down withdrawals. And that's exactly the kind of crap that these people will put out there. Now, I'm saying, not saying that Sam Bankman is saying that, but there is history in the marketplace of these kinds of maneuvers to avoid what is known as a bank run. Now, bank runs can really hurt and that's one of the things you got to be careful. Uh, I know that, um, you know, BitBoy's been calling this out for quite some time. Uh, Eric Voorhees went on with Sam Bankman. That was a terrible move by Bankman. Um, Voorhees torched him. I mean, he just literally dismantled every argument he had for what they were trying, they, FTX, was trying to do. And this is really what CZ's uh, scrub was. His whole situation is, is that there's a lot of manipulation and scenarios being played out in D.C. behind all of this, which is a lobbying effort to try to completely rip DeFi away from the traditional model of what DeFi is. If you did not check out the the uh, video of Eric Voorhees and Sam Bankman, it was moderated by, by the Bankless guys, uh, check that video out because it's probably the best one out there that really breaks down the position of what traditional DeFi people would think about crypto and what you should think about crypto and also where Sam Bankman falls. You will be very surprised on his responses. Uh, he stressed that the company has more than a billion in uh, excess cash uh, and I hope we work together, uh, tweets that we hope to work together for ecosystem with CZ and Binance. Political move, that's a definite political play. Uh, the price right now that FTT, the token, is facing and if you guys will remember, we've seen the FTX token uh, continuously fall in our own sentiment data because we track it on CPI. And this one right now is hovering at the, around the 22. I'll look at it in a bit uh, for you guys. But he uh, appeals for Binance collaboration. I think he might actually see, wait a minute, we do have a problem here if this thing uh, ends up being a full-on uh, liquidation. Remember that CZ was the one that kind of came in, and this has been in the works, I think, whether you think he did it on purpose or if it's just a good business acumen and saying, listen, I've got, you know, half a billion dollars in there. I need to liquidate. I need to start moving this in. It's not good for Binance or the industry. I'm going to redeploy that capital. Okay, that's a good business move. But at the same time, you could also look at that and say, all right, that may have been timing-wise not a good position because of all the things that are playing out within Alameda. And I'll try to play, piece this together for you. But Binance CEO disclosed plans to exit the FTT positions as part of risk management strategy per tweet shared over the weekend. And that was really what got it going. Everybody can kind of see it right there. That's the exit point. You can kind of see this position right here that's being defended at 22 bucks. And this was a hard defense because it was snipping under $22 last night. We were following this as the crypto pit was uh, dropping a lot of alpha on me in terms of uh, research they were doing constantly. So they were on all over this over the weekend. So we're not going to support people who lobby against other industry players behind their backs. That is exactly what Bankman has been accused of in the um, video with Eric Voorhees. It was really kind of with, you know, I think it was exposed. Um, and then Bankman, of course, uh, Freed has invested heavily also in uh, the U.S. political uh, venues out there and the candidates. And I'll br break that down for you in a minute just to showcase uh, when you follow the money. But you can kind of see he's just going around. Liquidating our FTT is just a post-exit risk management, learning from Luna. 
And uh, we gave support there, but we won't pretend to make love after divorce. We are not against anyone, but we want to support people who lobby against us. Pretty straightforward. I don't think anybody will blame CZ for making this move. Now, some people might look at this that and say, well, you know, it could have been done maybe a little bit more politically, um, you know, postured. It also could have been done maybe in a different time zone in the sense of timing, um, not true time zone, but the timing in which this occurred. Um, some people could look at that. So there, there are two sides to this story. So it is not something. But the problem is, is that when you have two of the big boys going at it like this, um, nobody wins. You know, nobody wins this for sure. Uh, and you can kind of see it right here. Uh, is is uh, Alameda Research in uh, trouble? There's a lot of uh, Twitter FUD out there right now. I will tell you this. Sure, when you look at the math and you start breaking this down in terms of a balance sheet, it looks bad for, for Alameda. I, I won't, there's just no way around it. It looks bad for Alameda. It's why they are positioning that $22 defense on FTT. They hold a lot of FTT token. Obviously, the tie-in with Bankman, Sam Bankman-Fried, and Alameda, very well and publicly known uh, out there. In this article, it talks about just some of the things. So uh, Alameda re- reportedly had 14.6 bill in assets and 7.4 bill in liabilities. All right, so uh, you, it's kind of suggested that most of the firm's assets were made of, of illiquid Solana-based tokens. Um, the balance sheet was largely composed of illiquid FTT and sold tokens last summer. Uh, further in this, it breaks it down. 3.66 in unlocked FTT. That's a pretty big amount, guys. Uh, two, two bill in FTT collateral, and then two bill in equities, um, and then 3.7 bill of crypto held, and 134 million in cash. That's 11.3 billion uh, with 3.2 billion unaccounted for. Okay, so again, just follow the math on this. Uh, their loans come to 7.4 billion. That includes a 292 billion or million uh, in locked FTT and the 863 million in locked SOL. This gets crazy. Um, Coindesk claims that Alameda valued these two liabilities at 50% because of their illiquidity, okay, at fair market price because the tokens are locked. So difficult to get liquidity out of those. This means that Alameda currently has over six bill in FTT on its books and a 5.8 bill of which it counts as assets. You see how quickly this starts to spiral. And you've got other damages coming in, all right? According to the report, Alameda also accounted uh, counted Solana-based tokens like Sol, SRM, FIDA, MAPS, uh, OXY, among 3.3 in assets. All those have torched, look at that, 93% on that one group. So this isn't necessarily a great cash position for them in terms of liquidity, okay? And remember, this is where it all starts to fall apart in some of these kinds of platforms is when liquidity is challenged. And that, to me, is a big one. So Alameda's financial statements may continue uh, to be unknown information that puts the firm's position in a much better light, maybe. Uh, we'll see. Uh, taking these number of face value, it seems that Alameda is in a difficult situation. The firm has 7.4 in liabilities, but it seems apparent from the numbers that it doesn't have enough to pay them off. That makes you insolvent. Um, any other business in any other business capacity would look at this and say that's heading for bankruptcy or it's insolvent, depending on whether or not loans get called, situations are shorted, 
scenarios play into it to put pressure on the financial status of that particular entity or company. This plays out uh, a lot in Twitter. And remember that a lot of this is FUD and you have to always think about where it's coming from, okay? Because in Twitter, you got a lot of these names and faces, you've got to understand, are they Bitcoin maxis? Bitcoin maxis win because of this. Are they, you know, maybe influential from other entities that could play into this? Other exchanges, players on other sides, supporters, influencers on other sides. Always pay attention to where it's coming from. Full disclosure, Binance is one of our sponsors. FTX has sponsored us before. It doesn't mean anything, guys. We, those are advertising models. We've always been in the advertising business because we're a media company. But the point is, is that we'll all get, always give you both sides of the story, no matter who's right, who's wrong, which one's going to be in, in a bad position, which one's not going to be a bad position, because you guys, our viewers and listeners, come first. Here was Sam uh, Trabaco. Now, you guys remember Sam. This was the CEO of Alameda until last month. All right, so here he is right here, Sam coming in on August. Let me zoom in on that one for you. Uh, and he basically says, hey, listen, I'm stepping down as co-CEO of Alameda Research. Uh, Caroline Capital, This her name will come in here in a minute. Uh, we'll continue on as the CEO. I will stay on as an advisor. Otherwise, I'm gone. Um, that always worries me when you have things like this happen. Now, it doesn't mean that executives can't move. Yes, of course. That happens all the time. But when you're dealing with something with one of the biggest uh, companies out there in terms of investment capital in space, Alameda, who's tied to the Voyager deal, tied to Sam Bankman, tied to FTX in a bear market, you know, the tracks just don't look good. So I always, you know, and it, it, it's, it's posturing and it's always the, it's the narrative that you're putting out into the industry. And I've been in, you know, on boards before where we would not let a CEO exit in a scenario like this because of the fiduciary responsibility that it has to its investors, but more importantly to, you know, the customers and the whole ecosystem. So this to me was a, almost a, um, an exit by, dare I say, let me get out of here before things start hitting the fan. Uh, you had Brett Harrison also leaving. Remember this one? We talked about this big. Uh, remember, Brett Harrison was FTX US, all right? And he's stepping down as president uh, over the next few months. He was transferring. He was gone. And he's going into an advisory role. He's also tied into what happened and is happening around the lobbying firm. So, man, this gets into a ball of worms here in terms of just things happening and this is where the FUD starts, and this is where I draw the line on FUD, is when there's so many working entities here, you never really know what the truth is because there's always plays into something like this that could switch it in a minute. And when that is the case, this is where I draw the line. And that is, if there's any FUD that has any validity, smoke, there's fire kind of scenario, start limiting your exposure and your risk. And if your risk is just... 1%, a 1% out of 100 risk. In a scenario like this, to me, that would be a risk that's not I would not be willing to take. So take that for what it's worth. Not financial advice, but I'm looking at it in a sense that pay attention here, people. These are the kind of signs we've all learned from. We've all had a chance, most likely, that have watched this channel, have all had a chance to see this on Celsius, have seen this on 
uh, Voyager, most likely we'll see it on, I won't say for sure, but there's a lot of trouble within Alameda and how that plays out and where this may be going uh, in, the, in the long and short run. Now, how is this going to affect the rest of the market? We'll get into that in a second. Uh, here's Duo 9, full disclosure, this guy, this is a Bitcoin maxi. For those confused about FTX, FTD, here's the, the you know, too long to read. Um, they print FTT out of, th- yeah, that everybody knows that, yes. FTX lends FTT to Alameda, yes, we know that. Alameda Research borrows USD against it, we know that. Then they lock it up and then we have a problem, right? Alameda also sends USD stables to FTX, repeat, infinite money, yep, okay. This is a lot of the dirty game we see in these uh, exchange tokens. It's things that we've seen for so long. It's also some of the things uh, to where all this might play out. So you can kind of just see their whole basic architecture of the flywheel scheme. This is something we've seen a hundred times over, guys, because guess who, who that is? Look at that one right there. Boom. Celsius right there in the middle. Yep. All right. Crazy stuff happening, people. This is crypto, and it's only Monday. Think about it that way. This is crypto and it's only Monday. Yeah, I feel like I'm in the WWE sometimes mixed with the UFC, you know, with barbarians at the gate. All right, Binance is not in a war. (laughs) I love it. They're not in a war with FTX, even though I'm going to take half a billion dollars and I'm going to take it out of you and I'm going to choke it down your throat with FTT and I'm going to sell that crap and move on (laughs) into something else. This is, you can't, I'm telling you, they're going to make a movie out of this one. I know it for sure. Portfolio management team at Binance Labs decided to sell the FTT based on risk control metrics. Uh, Yi, this is the other uh, Binance guy, uh, tweeted, adding to the public announcement, such decision reflects that Binance Labs always respond to what our community asks for in a transparent and direct way. All right, I'm cool with that. Our decision to sell is a pure investment trade. Oh, and by the way, we might kneecap our best and biggest uh, competitor at the same time. Or we might kneecap the one guy or company or group who is trying to position crypto in a completely new light for regulation. You can't tell me, guys, this isn't political. This isn't part of a game that's being played. Big boys make big moves. And uh, as CZ says, yeah, this is part of it right there. And that number right there is the one you want to pay attention to. Half a billion in FTT moving off. Uh, so I don't know, guys. These are these are kind of things I am I get cautious about. I start worrying about, and uh, I always look at this. And um, remember, FTT has or FTX has their tentacles in a lot of places. They've got their tentacles in Robinhood. They've got their tentacles in Solana. They've got their tentacles in Alameda, and a whole bunch of other projects. So this isn't just one little potential situation. This could really be one of those uh, capitulation events that would be, you know, one for the map. You know, I think Kevin O'Leary even said this, or we've talked about Kevin about this a couple of times, and he even said, you know, even with Celsius and Voyager having trouble, that that would not be the one. The one is the one that would cause the black swan event to occur and for us to see this. And many people are still, because of the macro numbers, which on its own is another problem child around what we're going to see in the securities market, the real estate market, real estate and automobiles right now. Guys, that's another video. We have problems coming at us. So again, get to as much cash as you can, position up into the safe, stable coins, self-custody, 
get in the exchanges, if you have to do exchanges, that you trust and that you know are in a good position right now. If I was looking, and I'll give you guys my ranking uh, in an upcoming video of the exchanges that I feel are the safest and why, because uh, there's a lot to that. And I've been on all of them, guys. We've done them all. I have accounts on every exchange out there. The question is how much money do you hold in there? If you're going to hold money because you're looking at trade opportunity, because you want to be able to move fast on trades, completely understand that. Let's take a look over here, right here. All right, so these are net flows. Just so you kind of know, this is Sam and the other S, uh, now um, CEO and former CEO, now CEO, Caroline. Uh, net flows from Alameda, known Alameda and FTX accounts. Look at these numbers as this is pulled up on Dune Analytics. I want to scroll down here to the very bottom right there. The FTX bank run counter. That's almost $1 billion. So if you have a billion in excess, you're okay, I guess, until that goes over $1 billion and you potentially run into a complete shitstorm uh, getting ready to hit the face of what could be happening at FTT and FTX. So, whew, man, I thought we were not going to see any other major event this year, and um, little did I know. It's the same. It's the Thanksgiving turkey that's coming our way. FTX addresses now uh, user withdrawal complaints. Uh, this is just now released eight hours ago, so we're already starting to see it. I will tell you this, guys, that I did withdrawals on uh, FTX last night and today, and I'm testing it. I just I have money in there, uh, and it was moving, no problem. But right here, you can kind of see it. The series of tweets. Exchange also addressed stablecoin withdrawals, saying. Uh, redemptions or creations might be slow until banks open for the week and wires clear. That's interesting. Uh, here you've got uh, this guy telling everyone how fine you are as a first red flag. Uh, developments likening the situation to Celsius. Yep, we saw all that. And he's also commenting on recent actions of the founder of uh, you know Binance being CZ. So maybe there's going to be a little truce here. I don't know. Uh, but he also tweeted his own response to the situation. So he's coming back in here. Yeah, we're going to write a different thread, but I took a deep breath and reminded myself that we're all, we all do well to remember that they were all in this together. <sighs> hmm, man. What a time to say that. You know, we're all in this together. Because I respect the hell of what y'all have done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let that just sink in for a minute. We'll just let that tweet, bring that tweet back up. Let it marinate. You know, if you're evening, you got a nice glass of wine, a cigar, and about a billion dollars of FTT about to go off the market, and we're going to get torched on the other side. Then you can come back to that tweet, down the wine, and go to the, go to the whiskey. Rye whiskey, if you like it. All right, let's move on. Uh, where is this going? There, it's going here. Is anyone else having trouble on making withdrawals? So here you go. Um, this is Bitcoin. Now you remember, this is how we know. This is Bitcoin over here. And you got, oh yeah, I can't withdraw on, on FTX. What about me? But now you zoom in on this one right here. He actually had a screenshot. Withdrawals for Bitcoin are temporarily halted due to excessive congestion. Please try again later. Now, is that happening for you guys? Let me know. If any of you guys are out there on FTX right now, are you having any issues in moving funds? Just curious. Are you having those issues? I don't know. 
Will you keep your money on there? Would you? If, do you feel like you're okay? Is this something you're going to stay around for? Are you looking at uh, what exchange would you say is the safest out there? Um, now, this is where it gets a little uh, weird. Uh, Sam, of course, has uh, been a significant donor in the midterm elections. I want you to look at the numbers here. We'll get into some of this, though, and I'll zoom in on a little bit of this. Um, he, he does go after uh, candidates across the aisle, so kind of going after the whole thing from a bipartisan approach. Uh, and I think in general, you know, he's obviously he's a significant donor on both Democrat and Republican parties. But when you look at the list here in a second, I'll show you, I was surprised at just how much. So pretty significant. Uh, he spent up to $1 billion to help influence the 2024 presidential election campaigns coming. His real plan uh, is to bankroll the candidate running against former President Donald Trump. So basically he's going against the Republican Party in some format or another. And he just donated 5.2 to uh, Biden's presidential campaign. So there you go. Uh, not a lot, you know, really, overall. Uh, Open Secrets is a platform following money in politics. We've showed this before. He's the one of the largest uh, contributors. He's the sixth biggest contributor over there. This is not does not look good. This is where, why open information like this starts to paint out really bad pictures because it's all in most cases exposed. And when you crypto is one of those places that you just can't get out from under the light. You know, it it just brings the light down on any bad actors. Uh, midterms, eight days, um, right here. George Soros, uh, 120 million. Uh, Uline, 80 million. Griffin, this is Citadel, 70 million, and then there it is, FTX, Sam Bankman, uh, 50 mil. He's ahead of Michael Bloomberg. Jeez. What kind of craziness are we living in? I'm beginning to wonder if this truly is some sort of uh, simulation. I think it's a simulation. We're in a simulation now. It's clear. They are testing us, and they're playing with us in the simulation, and which is... This is crazy, crazy stuff. Solana plunged 12%. Uh, FTX selling its soul to defend FTT. We know that 22 position. Uh, remember, if you were following this over the weekend, uh, Caroline was really, and she put it out there. She put it out there. This is the current CEO of uh, Alameda, that they would defend at $22. So everybody knows where that's coming. And of course, FTX uh, was really having a problem kind of holding that. Let's go over here and just see where... It's holding right at that 22. Just see it bouncing around right there, guys. Look at that fall off last night that we saw. This right here is what we're talking about. This right here is where we are. This is one of those, guys, I would not play it. You'd have to have some big cojones to play this one right now if you're going to look at a trade. Not one for me. Watch out. It's coming down the pipe. Further into the list here, low liquidity tokens. 4.6 bill of the assets are on low liquidity. You've got Solana and low liquidity. We already have seen OXY, FIDA, MAPS. All those have, have really dropped dramatically. Uh, and then, again, there's no way to liquidate some of these. So, um, again, these are all Solana-based tokens. Now, we are doing a full, on the other hand, you think about where Solana is going. That's a good thing. Watch all of the videos. We are getting ready to drop because there is a ton of stuff happening for Solana. Solana gets past this. Uh, they're in a good position because the amount of stuff that came out of Lisbon, 
it's worth paying attention to. And there may be some opportunities here with Solana. So just be on the lookout for this one. Once we get past this little mix up here, I think we'll be fine. Here's Dylan LeClaire. He came on uh, per CoinDesk. Alameda Research has 14.6 bill of assets. Again, 8, eight bill of liabilities, uh, 3.6 in the FTT. We kind of broke this down for you guys earlier. Uh, but most net equity tied in completely illiquid altcoins. This means they are not solvent. So we got a problem here, guys. It's a big one. Uh, and you're right. It, it could be one of the events that uh, O'Leary has been talking about is what is the thing that could bring us into that next layer? I mean, we've already started to see this with the continued Fed tightening and it's not going to slow down. We saw it last or last week, you know, another 75 basis points. We're probably going to see another one come at us in December. I know a lot of people are wishing for a 50, but that is not going to be a Christmas present. You're going to get because we're going to continue to see the pressures. Now, could we see a little bit of lightness coming in with a potential shift in the Senate and the House? Possibly, but I think they're going to be having their hands full trying to reduce spending. That's another video in itself altogether that we get into. So lots happening. Uh, just a quick look at uh, the markets here. Let's see where Bitcoin is holding right now. It had slid a little bit last night. Um, and sure enough, uh, right here. So it's holding at around 20,008, uh, back under 21. So kind of interested in what you guys are looking at there. Let's go to our um, poll, see what you guys have in mind here. Are you worried about FTX exchange? Yes, too much FUD, 62%. No, this isn't Celsius. Well, smoke, there's fire, guys. And in this position right now, because we're dealing with a very illiquid market in general, and liquidity is one of the most difficult things to come by in situations like this. This could, you know, have some unfortunate event, events occur that cause these little dominoes to drop that affect it in a bigger way that normally would not have. So you have to pay attention to these things. So if you are in any of these kind of situations, try to minimize your risk, get into a position where you are at least in mostly cash right now, I feel like, because there's going to be some sales out there. You need to get access to it, or at least in stable coins you trust and into exchanges that you think are going to be safe for you. Best of all, though, self, self-custody, guys. Get, in, get into self-custody the best you can. Let's go over to some questions. Mark coming in. Uh, O'Leary, a supporter of FTX. Yeah, he is. Uh, <laughs> he's not getting liquidated, is he? Well, if he's got the FTT token, remember that we did a video not too long ago. Um, O'Leary was liquidating himself. He was taking a lot of tax loss harvesting for this year and cleaning his clock on a lot of altcoins and moving into some of the base core altcoins. So Solana was one of them, uh, along with Matic. We did a video on it. Check it out. Um, check out all of our Kevin O'Leary. We, we keep trying to get him on the show. Uh, Crypto Bureau, uh, Paul, do you think uh, if FTX is illiquid, this could be the opportunity for banks to own some of it? Yeah, might be a door opening for them. For sure. And think about all the things that are happening right now with the banks. I mean, you've got, um, you know, we just did a big deal on Fidelity. You've got a lot happening, JP Morgan. (laughs) There's some interesting things that could be playing on the bank side. So that's a good point right there, guys. Uh, Hold up, Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, you got the picture. Yes, this might affect the Voyager purchase. You got Alameda in the mix. You got FTT in the mix, probably having to come up with the cash. That's going to be another one. 
So Silvio coming in at still 38% uh, feel safe. Uh, 38%, no, that does not, I don't think that feels safe. Uh, Hill Dog, hey Paul, could you, uh, could this be the catastrophic event that Kevin O has been talking about? This is one of the kind of things that could occur is a major exchange. Now remember, between the largest, we were looking at this today, is Coinbase is still the biggest. I mean, that's, they're almost at 100 million users. You got Binance at around 30 plus million. They, you know, last record a little under 30, and that was a couple of years back. So probably in the 30 to 35 million range. Then you've got FTX, which is not anywhere near that. So even many people would look at FTX and say they're not really that big when you think about the overall number of accounts. But the key, the, the key here is not that they're um, big in the essence of accounts. It's the it's the trickle-down effect that they have on the market because they have their hands in so many other things. Uh, let's see here. Um, Jen Smith coming in. Doesn't SPF? Yes, owns part of Robinhood. I think it was 8% of Robinhood. John Singer. Uh, but unfortunately, if you want to trade, you need to have some money on the exchange. Okay, yes. <laughs> you do, that's for sure. Uh, fear is driven by influencers. No, it is not. Fear is driven by facts that media discovers and then roots out, finds out if those facts are true. And the cool thing with blockchain is you can follow the money. And that's the most difficult thing to do in traditional finance. You can't follow the money until it's too late. Now you can follow the money and you might be able to catch things. So, uh, Andrew, circle okay. Uh, circle as in you're using an, a, a red O, which is the OMI token, but using circle. I'm assuming you mean USDC uh, and not OMI. Um, but I would say USDC, you know, it's an ERC-20. Um, I, still, I still hold USDC. It's not something I'm, uh, you know, in fear of. I don't see a big problem there. Uh, but at the same time, you know, all things can be at risk during these markets. There's not really a safe haven out there right now. Uh, what billionaire would hold uh, FTX um, only Solana? I don't know. There, well, I don't know. There's a handful of them that have done that. There's quite a few. David Sachs probably one of the biggest uh, billionaires out there. Um, you know, former PayPal guy. He owes a massive amount. Chamath Paliapatia, Solana. You know, all those those kinds of people own Solana. Yes, it happens. Um, will this equal a buying opportunity, Jen? Yes, it could. Uh, watch it very closely. Right now, we're in the early stages. The trickle-down effect and the aftermath is what you have to be watching. And, and Darius talks about this. Darius Dale has been on our show many times. Don't buy the red when it's bleeding. You want to buy it when people are cleaning up the blood. So just understand. Uh, I pulled a chunk of my FTX from FTX to my ledger at 9 p.m. last night. Good. Status was still requested when I woken up at 7 a.m. this morning. Bad. The, but it did complete at 9 a.m. Good. <laughs> yeah, JR, I don't think, I, I, that's good. That's a good move, JR, nice move there. Uh, Shoeless Joe comes in. Uh, don't show a lack of good business sense to let CZ hold $2 billion. Well, he was holding about, about half a bill. Uh, but yeah, you're right. That, that's just not good. Uh, transferred near two days ago. It was instant. Yeah, near moves pretty quickly. Uh, Near's pretty, pretty liquid, too. You don't have a problem there. Last night, I transferred the rest of my cash as USDC. Good move. Took six hours to clear. Okay. I mean, that probably ERC-20. I mean, there's some, maybe some congestion for sure. 
Uh, if FTT uh, goes below 20, for sure, big problems. That could be a big issue right there. Uh, Gemini still good. Uh, you know, I have a Gemini account. I use it from time to time, uh, usually for quick in and outs. They have some uniqueness uh, about them. Uh, and they're a little slow on deposits and, and exiting. I will just tell you that. They're, so you just have to be aware of those things. The only thing I'm worried about is Solana. Let's hope FTX doesn't dump on Solana when, uh, yeah, when it hits the fence. Um, Marty, are you from the U.S.? Because that would be it normally hits the fan. <laughs> but it can hit the fence too. Because um, you got to spread it out, you know, a fan. That was very visual. Not a good one. All right. Soul Bull. To me, it sounded like CZ was unhappy uh, without... Yeah, of course. Yeah, that was the number one reason. I think that kind of got them going when they probably found something out. They found out something was either said, done, transacted, put in a... Yeah, who knows? Exactly. As I said, this is going to make a movie one day. Uh, I think I've heard a bad story about every centralized exchange now. Almost, yeah, for sure. Uh, I messed the quick in and out. <laughs> Thanks, Elizabeth, for coming on. We appreciate that. You know, we appreciate your, your patronage. Now, can you go back to your uh, rest home? All right, let's move on. <laughs> and get into the rest of what's happening out there. And that is you got to get in the diamond circle because you're going to know and learn about this stuff. We dumped this into the mastermind group last night. As it was coming in, we were throwing it into that. It starts with the diamond circle. It moves into the CPI. And you can, of course, get into the mastermind group, which is where we drop as much alpha and research as we can uh, as we get it as quickly as we can. So, and of course you get CPI and all some other great stuff over there. If you guys want to reach me, it is out there on Twitter. We'll catch you next time right here on TechPath.